0: Sweating the gasoline, well, now there ain't no means for making ends meet. The savior of this city is the beast that burned her down. We're all just the remnants of this rusted out refinery town.
1: Welcome back to the Rage riding Podcast, guys. Uh, your, your host is Nikki T, and I'm here with Chris Canterbury. Oh yeah. Chris, thanks for coming, man. So we're at a uh, we're in Chicago, Illinois right now.
0: What better place to do this? That's it than a dive bar in the suburbs of an Irish pub dive bar in the suburbs of, uh, of Chicago.
1: Yes, and everybody here, instead of having a Chicago accent, has a very Irish accent.
0: It's amazing. Which is great, except for me.
1: Yeah, except us. You have a Louisiana accent. Yeah. And I just speak like a dumbass.
0: you have a very very like a north 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 louisiana accent yeah far north
1: very very far north (laughs) so we're out here and by the time this is published this will have already happened so we're not we're not caught anything out but we're here for our good friend's birthday chris is playing it and i'm here drinking beer and (laughs) we're uh we're we're uh out here in chicago and uh when i saw chris was coming i'm
0: like man let's get one of these podcasts done yeah man so it's about time. That's it. It's time. It's about time we 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 finally that uh, I finally stopped dicking around and yeah formalize this. Te- text you back. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, man. Let's talk about uh, so your journey into music. So let's talk about growing up and when you started playing guitar and how that how that happened.
0: Yeah, man. I don't um, like. I don't. I have the I have the typical southern story with uh, with like music wise. I guess it started in. I mean, I say that. I didn't start playing until I was 19 years old. Um, I didn't get, I didn't get a guitar until I was 19, almost 20. I've spent 17 years hey, now. Dad. And they, uh, but there's a, like I I mean I was into music before that. Yeah, of course. I mean I I listened to. I had I had an eclectic music. Um, taste when I was, when I was in, in high school and growing up, I was like, I listened to old gospel, like classic country and like a lot of punk. Um, and then like a lot of indie band, like indie rock bands and stuff that were, that, that I, you know, like I, some of them, I can't even remember their names. <laughs> That's why they're indie. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um <clears throat> But it was, uh, I didn't start, I didn't start playing until I was 19, 19 I think 19 or 20. And it was, um uh, a girl I was dating had a guitar in the corner, and I was like, "It'd be pretty cool if I learned how to play that thing. <laughs> I could score some points." That is not
1: an uncommon story, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: and but yeah, man, like um, I grew up like in a, in a in a small like a small southern town in North Louisiana, and just from there went to went out and like like then I. I got moved off and started playing, learned how to play guitar, started playing, started playing cover songs, played in a Christian rock band for a few years, and like I took a break for a little bit, and then uh, started just kind of like playing my own stuff after that. Yeah. And I mean,
1: if you're talking about the, the scene in Nashville, and people that you talk about when you talk about like songwriters and real, real authentic music, you are 100% a major part of that conversation and uh when i'm shucks yeah (laughs) for real though like and uh when we're talking about you know people that whose albums that i absolutely love and your album refinery town is one of those albums that always comes up in that conversation thanks man And dude absolutely that
0: that means like that that means more than anything like when when i've always said from when i started writing so when i first started writing songs that i wanted to be a songwriter songwriter yeah and to have the respect of your peers in a, in a, in such a, a well-balanced, talented community yeah, is the, like the, is the utmost tro- trophy yeah. of like a, it's the, <clears throat> the utmost accomplishment that you can, that you can have. Yeah. Um, and like, I dig like, I, like, that's, like, that's a major, that's a, that's a, that's a major feel good for me yeah. you know, <laughs> to, for, to
1: put it that way. Well, and as we talked about, like, so we just did a podcast with Joe Fortner and his band. And uh when we were talking, you know, your name came up in your album and Job was talking, you because know, 'cause they're on the road too. Yeah. So of course listening to music all the time, different stuff. And uh he was talking to his bass player and he was like, Man, you gotta hear Chris's album and he's like, Oh yeah, I've, I've seen Chris. I've I've heard a couple of songs. No, no, no. You need <laughs> you need to listen to the album like in its entirety. And uh it's cool for again, like a guy like Job who's a younger guy and up and coming to really have that respect for what you're doing and your craft, I think is is cool. You know what I mean? Like they they get it. Absolutely, you know? <laughs>
0: man. It, like it's a uh, like it's humbling. It is. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is. It's a um, it <clears throat> like it keeps you like you know it keeps you going. Like it keeps me. Like it, that's what keeps a songwriter going. Is the you know has is knowing that you're putting out material that that people want to listen to. People yeah. can relate to mostly. Yeah. Like you want to write a. Like I could write a million songs for myself that I, that only that only I understood, right. or only a few people understood. But then when you write something that you can that that, that means the world to you, and then means a different world to somebody else, right? That's where you succeed. Yeah, to, in my eyes. So
1: let's talk about uh, you moving up to Nashville and how how that happened. Like when you moved up, and you know how that how you decided that,
0: that was your right path. I've been in, I've been here for or I guess not here right. in Chicago <laughs> yeah I'm here for two days two days yeah love it feel like a local <laughs> uh, I've been in Nashville for five years it'll be five years next month um, and it was just one of those things man where I'm I probably should have I probably should have moved to town five years before I did yeah but I didn't and Everybody's I'm glad, like I, I I feel like I would have I would have missed out on. On making like a, like making connections and like friendships and like building a musical family, for lack of better terms. Right. If I had moved here, then things kind of happen in a, you know in a timeline, and that's where I feel like I feel like I'm in a group of like I have a group of songwriting friends that are some of the best in the business. Absolutely. And it's really cool to be in that in that you know to be in that group and you know be in that in the, in that circle. Where, yeah. Um, where it's like it keeps you, keeps your, your, uh, your ego, in check, and it also keeps your ability elevated. Right. Yeah. To like to be able to to be able to you know you got to, you, you got to rise to the level of you Bring know, your egg of, of, of whatever's around you. you know? Right.
1: Yeah. And I completely agree. And when I think about you, I think about like revival, right? And I think about that group of people and those those folks who are, if you're thinking about Nashville and you're thinking about authentic country music and it being about the song that's the spot you know what i mean and right and those are the guys you know it, <laughs> and girls you know
0: it, 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 of course man and it's um it's it's just one of those things where like i like i've i'm glad I've, i'm glad i fell into that you know into that into that group and I'm, I'm glad to be a i'm super glad to be a part of that of part of revival and be yeah. a part of what you know what it means right it's a, uh, it definitely is it's a it's about the song, yeah. it's not necessarily about the the person who sings it, like what town they sing it in, how much they're you know what the the stage show that goes into it it's about it's about the songs like bring you know bring your best songs, bring songs that mean something, right, like bring songs that cut, yeah, you know? and like somebody wants to bleed, yeah you know, when, you know that's the
1: <laughs> and there's 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 so much respect for songs like that at least. For people that really love music the way that a lot of people in Nashville do, specifically the songwriters,
0: you know? I, I think so. I also think that, it, like, it, like, being a part, like, Nashville a, is a is a strange beast. Yeah. Um, I've played in Texas some. I've played in, you know, played in other places, and it's like there's there's uh, nothing that's not taking away from anything in those other places, but it's like there's, the like, the songwriting, the songwriting pool in Nashville is... <laughs> Second to none, right? Like it's um, not even like close. If you want to write, yeah. I mean, kind of anything. Like even, I mean, I guess if you're gonna, do, if you want to do, like, like strictly pop, then you, you know, then like L. A. might be a place to go or whatever. Right. But like any any other kind of music, like Nashville's the place to do music business. Yes. and it's like a place to to write songs, and it's like the there's a there's a camaraderie. It's a small community. Um, much smaller than people think. Right. It's like there's a lot of people that know each other, and there's you know there's the six degrees of separation. Don't go, don't don't go very far. Right. Like, I mean, it's a, you can connect everybody in you know probably two or three.
1: Yeah, you could do that through <laughs> songs. You oh, know? D- yeah, one hundred percent.
0: That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, we should we Wish, should probably make that happen. You know, we'll, we'll put it on the website. Build, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> build uh, a database build, of that. Build, build yeah. an app. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but like there's a there's the there's this whole like this said there's like there's this there's this um this this pool of like the the, the talent pool in Nashville is so like damn good. Yeah. Like there's that the you hear, deep. Right. You know like you I hear you hear songs from that are well, that's why you that's why you have people from certain, like from different markets that come to Nashville to to get songs and write with you know write with Nashville with with Nashville songwriters. Right. And, um, like I said not taken away from anything any you know anywhere else because there's talented people everywhere absolutely. there's like it's just it seems like nashville's just the like there's a the place for any kind like if you want to be in country music and like in the in the business i feel like that Nashville's probably the place to be absolutely that's, that's what that's what brought me to town it's like it's you know, if, you, you if you're your...
1: talking about other markets it's not even like it's close like so let's texas texas right. great lubbock other areas you know new Brumfels, but texas is big nashville's a small city. the the glut of talent that's there you could write with a different person every day and write with so many talented freaking people you know and not never never go back to the same people not that you would because you find people that you (laughs) write with that are that work the same way you do but
0: like the cool thing about Nashville is you can walk down the halls of one building and be in the room with people that wrote number one songs from, from in the last like every year in the last 30 years yeah like one building it's like crazy. Okay, on, on 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 a on a street in in Midtown, you know? yeah. It's just a it's the like, like Nashville, like it's, it's it is it's small. It's a small yeah. it's a small community, but it's a community.
1: And that's the thing too. Like the part of the music community and part of co-writing is that if you're succeeding with a song, you wrote it with two of your friends or or one of your friends or whatever yeah. it is that day, but. Uh, so it's like, it's a, it's a mutual success. So if someone's cutting it, it's not you, you know, right. and hope you're like, hell yeah, let's, I hope that does well. <laughs> or if it's like one of your buddies that you write with all the time, you're like, hell yeah, I hope their song does well. Right, Cause yeah. then we're going to get, you know, different things and you all move to the next level.
0: Exactly. Like you be you, like you elevate with your friends, right. you know, with your, with your colleagues and it's, yep. it's, it, it's good for everybody. Yeah. It's, um, it is, it's, it's definitely, it's a it's like the, the cuts and everything like it might not be what somebody what, like I I, <clears throat> I don't feel like I'm in town to do to write songs five days a week for you know strictly for for, for radio right it's not taken away from anybody that does that. no like yeah. that's I know my, some of my closest friends do that right yeah Um. I came to, like I I moved to town to to basically further my further my career be around people that were that are like-minded yeah and it, like surround surround myself with like with talented friends yeah basically and I'm like I've m- most definitely succeeded there yeah
1: <laughs> yeah I mean you got a great group and I mean you know I know like Channing helped with the album and just yeah. having friends like that man like just who just got number one with Luke you know
0: <laughs> right And uh, well like him and Rob yeah it's not like I wrote uh, I wrote Broken Man on the record with Rob yep. so first song me and Rob wrote together we showed up like i showed up at his house i think channing was asleep on the couch uh, <laughs> and like we uh and like we wrote that song it's like it was one of my favorite songs that i've written since, since yeah. i've been in town it's a um and then you know him and channing and luke have like she got the have she got the best of me on right. at number one right now and that's amazing like i'm like i'm super proud for
1: her. yeah and it's uh it's one of those things where you know it's part of your family like those guys have become your family especially like not being from the area you know like right. those people are, are the community becomes you know who who you are and who your family is and it's it's neat like for me not living in nashville seeing that and seeing your guys relationships with each other yeah man, and that's... seeing seeing how close you guys are and how much you want each other to succeed
0: i told uh i don't know if have you ever seen uh, a highways i've you need first. You need to you need to write that down. Right. Well, it's it. going to be on the podcast. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's archived in history now. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a it's a documentary that was filmed back in the back in the seventies. I think it was it released in the early eighties. Um, then it, it saw like a cult resurgence in the last few years. Yeah. Um, but it's it follows around like Guy Clark, uh, Steve Earle, uh, Towns Van and uh, David Allen Coe, a couple of other people like that, yeah. and it's uh,
1: we're close to the airport, guys. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, And it's a like um, it, it, it's basically just kind of shows them like doing their thing, like uh, just like the best way to put it, it's them doing what they do. Um, the the very last uh, scene is of that, that the whole that whole crew. It's um, it's Rodney Crowell, Steve Earl, uh, Steve Young, not the football player right um <laughs> uh, guy susanna uh, clark and they're they're sitting around the the christmas in guy and susanna's house in nashville it's like they're yeah. having a family christmas with they're, their friends passing a guitar and everything right, man, like that's that to me that's the that's closeness in, in, a, in a songwriting circle when, yes. they, when they when they when they start like you're all you're all like really damn good at what you do yeah but you're also friends right and that to me that that means a lot that that that's cool. Um, I totally understand you know it being a nine to five job and you leave it like leaving work at, you know leaving work at the at work and you know whatever. But like to me, I don't with, with songwriting. I don't do that. Like right. I, it goes with me everywhere because that's like I draw inspiration from everywhere. Right. That you know when I when I write songs.
1: And if you're if you're doing something like that and you're doing what you love, then it's you want to work all the time because you love your work. You know, exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. And that's, that's one of the things that's like very envious for people that aren't in that position, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, because again, like people like, uh, like Randy Montana, Randy's like, yeah, I, my wife hates that I I hear something and I, I, my mind starts working, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and it is what it is, you know? But at the same time, like that's part of like, you're doing something you love so much that you can do it all day and you, you don't feel like you're doing it. You're just, you're, you're hanging out with your friends, people that you consider your best friends and you're doing something you absolutely love. And it's, it's a really cool thing.
0: It's like if somebody told me, like, man, you get to work in a bar? Yeah. <laughs> four nights a week? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, not only work, but you get to work and do something that someone is hopefully paying attention to and saying god damn like that is that is the realest thing that's going to happen to me today this is this is you know this is like the true thing you know you're not you're not having to be a bartender to deal with the the drunk idiots you're still dealing with the drunk idiots but they're like damn that's that's the song you know like or that's that means something to me that that makes me feel a certain type of way that takes me out of my work grind and it brings me to a place where uh you know like that is a thing and and is a part of making someone's day or life a little bit better. You know, and Yeah, man. And it's it's for me is again like I'm just a music fan, you know, and when I get to hear you play and like you played our uh, our round, you know, Sunday's cool. Thanks so much for that again. Yeah, oh, dude, thanks for having me yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just it's cool just watching you play and just watching you do your work, which is so awesome and is so inspirational for so many people you know and just like hearing that authentic because your music is authentic you know like when you're playing it's like people need to freaking listen you know and it's you're you're one of those guys where it's like the more you're paying attention the more you're going to get and the more you're going to understand what you're doing and understand your craft and it's really neat for me to get to see that
0: and that like and that means like that 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 means the world to me the worst uh, like the worst the worst thing is having contempt having contempt for your audience yeah. having contempt for your fans but like this business only works if there's this business only works for me <clears throat> for people like me if only one or two percent of people can do it and 98 99 98 to 99 percent people can't right. can't do it yeah um that's the only way that it's financially like beneficial right and, like it, it's the only way to make a living doing it right <clears throat> is, is that way but it's the like the paycheck at the end of the day is not the is not the you know it's not the like the it is it is a deciding factor of course because right. we, ha- we all yeah. have bills to pay Correct. and nashville's an expensive city to right live in. <laughs> right but like n- knowing that you've um that you've listened to that knowing that people are are listening and that you can, you, like, if you say you, you say a line, like a return, a phrase, and then somebody stops what they're doing at the bar and turns around and looks and listens for the rest of the song. That is what. That's the probably the single most like, like, gratifying thing about doing this. It's yeah. like you can, or if you write a line like, man, I like that a lot, and you play it for somebody else who's like, it's like. A better example would be, say you write a song with, <clears throat> you, like you co-write a song with somebody, yeah, and then they, uh, like you're playing it, and then they send you back that song. It's like, man, I really like that line right there that you wrote. And it's yeah. somebody that you, re- you know, it's somebody that you re- that you respect as a right. songwriter, and somebody that you, you know, that you look up to as one, makes you feel good. Like yeah, it makes you, um, makes you feel like you're like you're like you're on the right path. When you, yeah, you do- you're
1: you're doing the right thing, and the respect of your peers is big. You
0: know, in any business,
1: specifically in this business, where they're your friends and they're your colleagues, you know what I mean? Yeah, right.
0: 100 percent, man. Yeah. That's that's the like that like respect of your peers and then respect of the uh, like when you have when you have the respect of a room. Yeah. Um, which is why like I don't play a lot of ba- like full band shows. Yeah. Um, like I do, I do a lot of th- theater shows, <clears throat> a lot of uh. Like listening to rooms and stuff like that, it's like they're, it's like those people, like you're automatically cutting out the people that just want background noise. Like, right. You know, you're, you're bringing those that, that, that want to listen to the song. Yeah. You're bringing those to the front. Yeah. And like you're basically giving them a special show just for, you know, for, for them that they don't have to, you know, worry about, like, you know, having to tell somebody, that, hey, man. You know, I can't. I can't hear the band. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. Not, you're not just background. Fathers. Which is
1: hard sometimes, especially if the people are drunk. You know, like, <laughs> as terrible as that is to say. I mean, every room's different, so it's always different, right? But yeah, the the rooms that you that you probably do best in are those listening rooms. They, and they, they are, and it's like that. Yeah. That's
0: one of the things. That like over the last over the last uh, like year or so, I've been trying to trying to to, to work towards a towards a. I don't want to say a business plan, but more like towards a, a an outline of exactly how of, of where I need you know of where I need to go. Yeah. And that, and that just keeps, What's your market? That just keeps like that, that that, that market that um that, two hundred seat, two hundred and less seat, ticket like you know, um, like seated right, um ticket like ticketed market the one right. where they, where they purchase a ticket to come watch you play, right. listen to your songs that seems to be the market that 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 I do that I do the best in yeah um it seems to be the one that's like that <clears throat> that's <coughs> excuse me that's beneficial to me it's beneficial to the like I don't beneficial is not the right word it's um that seems to be the market that's um uh, that's that that I'm drawn to and then my and then my audience is drawn to right that, I, that I've noticed and that's kind of where I'm it's kind of where I'm at now and I'm like that's the kind of shows that I've been booking yeah, it's kind of like um, it's time to start working on a new album and I think it's going to be more It's this one's going to be even more like songwriter driven uh, more like more solo driven than what the last one was yeah which is awesome that because, It might not be yeah <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> hopefully
1: yeah <laughs> but in, in my head that's the things that like where you get drawn in by a song right and those are the guys yeah. that you that you are as well as all the people that you're writing with so i can only imagine yeah you know <laughs>
0: I, when, when i write a, when i write a song usually my like i have a i have a i have a i have a list i have a, a uh i have like a, a a litmus test that i use and it's like can i hear can i hear guy clark singing this song yeah and if I did, and if he did, what, if he did what I like it, yeah. Um, and then or, or what? I, or it's like, can I hear? Can I hear Jerry Jeff Walker singing this song? Yeah. And if he did what I like, yeah. You know, or what? Or if, and if I can picture him singing it, like, what would I change about it? Yeah. And if it answer's nothing, then, then the song's done. Yeah. You know, and it's, if it is, then I'll make a change. If I don't like it, I will go back to the drawing board, or I'll, I hang on. To, I'll hang on to it for a few years. I think the last song I wrote was. Um, Song called "Felt the Same" and I wrote it with my. I started it with my buddy uh, Wade Reeves from back in back in Louisiana, and uh, it took eight, almost uh, seven, almost seven years to write the whole thing. That's and crazy. I finished it a few. I finished it about four months ago, uh, at three o'clock in the morning by myself, sit, sit, <laughs> sitting on the couch watching The Office. Uh, I was like I hit pause, picked up the guitar, and finished the song like almost like in a split second, just without stopping. It was like it just kind of came to me. It's like okay, that song's done now. Yeah, and I and I love it. And that's it's so
1: cool like hearing those stories of like you're like, All right, we started this and I had it sitting on the shelf or sitting in my notebook or wherever and uh you go from there. So yeah. And and again, like when I think of you I think of a songwriter, songwriter. Like honestly. Oh, like I know that's where you say you hey wanna be, but that's that's really it. That's the you know
0: to me that's the in this business and like personally that's the probably the the, the biggest compliment I could receive.
1: Yeah. Like when you're when you're a guy that's a, when another songwriter says my favorite songwriter is Chris Cantbury, you know, like that's, yeah, that's the ultimate gratification in the
0: industry. You know what I mean? That's what I do it for, man. Yeah. That's the, ultimately, that's the, that's the, that's the end game. Yeah. Well, man, thanks so much. I know you
1: got to get playing soon, so we'll cut this and uh, let people know where they can find you on the internet, where they can follow you.
0: You can um. You can you can you can you can see my schedule at, at uh chris canterbury uh i think my facebook my facebook page facebook uh slash chris canterbury music uh my instagram was uh, instagram slash can, uh, chris canterbury and i think uh, twitter's the only one that's odd i believe and it's a uh, it's uh, canterbury tunes um Still can't get that Chris can- that at Chris Canterbury off that guy.
1: <laughs> and if so, you yeah. haven't listened to Refinery Town, you're missing out, and you need to fix that immediately.
0: And it's also available on vinyl. Vinyl. Right? You just got it pressed on, on vinyl. The big, on the big black CDs. Yeah,
1: the big, the big black CDs <laughs> with, with the needle and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my preferred form of media buying at this point. It's, um, uh, you can
0: you can catch it at uh, Chicken Ranch. You can grab the vinyl at, uh, at chickenranchrecords.com. Yeah. Uh, like I, the, at, the, at their store or hit my hit up my Instagram page I think the link's in the bio for it
1: yeah so make sure you grab that and man can't wait for new music
0: I know man and thank
1: you so much hey. for, for taking the time out of your day and sitting with us man thanks
0: for having me Nick absolutely thanks.
1: and uh, thank you guys for listening if you enjoyed please make sure you subscribe follow Chris follow Rage Rowdy and uh, this is Nicky T we'll, we'll see you in the front row
0: I spent a lifetime turning sweat into gasoline. Well, now there ain't no means for making ends meet. The savior of the The last scene is them uh, around the guys. Chris, you want me to set up anything just are you cool? Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, you're
1: good. We can edit it out. <laughs> that, that, that that that's right the best up. part about podcasts. <laughs> you know? right,
0: right. right. I'll just turn it up and you just hit the two green buttons or the, red, the light blue buttons. Okay. So you need, how many channels do you need? Two? I just need two, yeah. So one for the mic, one for the guitar. Right. Cool. All right. I'll have, I'll have the guitar uh, hooked up by the window, okay? Sure thing. Mm-hmm.
1: That's the best part about not doing a live. Laugh. <laughs> <Right on. laughs> All right, right we're back. <laughs>